Hi, I'm Big Nakuma. And I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we are your gamer friends. Are you auto-tuning it? <laughs> no. Before we get into it, I just want to say, mm-hmm. Cedric, you. Yes, me. Were recently, and by recently I mean literally just days ago. Technically yesterday. Well, from when the when, from when y'all are listening, it'll be two days, three days, mm-hmm. depending on how fast I edit. You were a guest on a show that you work on. Yes, we talked about it before. The Nod from Gimlet Media. It's Gimlet's Black People Show. <laughs> Everybody has one. Um, and you've joined the ranks of Erica Alexander, mm. Lavar Burton. Yes, the RZA. People crying about The Sims. That's right. There's been a lot going on, and it was your time to shine. I thought you did an incredible job, and I would encourage our listeners to go over and listen to your appearance on The Nod. It's called The Vindication of T-Pain. I'm just going to leave it there. It's a surprise. Actually, The Nod has been hitting it also with two Video game-related stories. Yes, it's been a lot of video game stuff happening recently. So listen to the last three episodes. Yes, the last three episodes will be of your interest. That's tell them, tell them, audio nerd sixty-four sent you. So I guess we got to get through what we're talking about today, for real. Yes, uh, logging on. We're talking about the Fortnite World Cup, the Outer Worlds coming to Switch, the Gears Five testing weekend, Google Stadia. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, Wolfenstein Youngblood, and some cyberpunk news. And in these past two weeks in, well, I guess this past two days in Nerdum, (laughs) (laughs) San Diego Comic-Con, Jessica Jones, Punisher, some thoughts. Some questions, really. Some questions. Uh, Viola Davis adapting Fast Color. Young Justice Outsiders on the outline, I see Veronica Mars. I am confused. Hmm. Uh, and the boys finally on the home screen two major releases finally the GTA Casino DLC has hit and the first Division 2 episode has launched how exciting very exciting so yeah let's go ahead and jump into it All right. Um, first and foremost I just want to say just to get it out of the way because it's like a throwaway line. There will not be any pre-order bonuses for Cyberpunk. So pre-ordering does not get you jack shit, which I think is a positive thing. Outside of all the other shit about the game, ethically, morally, whatever, it is good to know that you're not getting something for pre-ordering. Therefore, if you're pre-ordering, it's really about the game and not about this thing. Yeah. CD Projekt Red has literally taken 10 steps back and maybe stuck <laughs> one toe forward with this one. Good for them, I guess. Fair enough. Um, also, really quick, um, The Outer Worlds, it was announced 
by Obsidian is coming to Switch, not on the launch date of October 26th, but sometime in the future. So, um, like a bunch of games, I'm kind of like, I'll just wait for it to come to Switch because then I can like lounge around with it and take my time with it. Mm -hmm. I don't really mind the graphical downgrade, but some people are also taking this very seriously, this Outer Worlds uh, game. And so maybe I do want to play it on Xbox. I don't know. We'll see. All right, so next up, Fortnite. World Cup, it happened. The Fortnite World Cup took over New York City this past weekend. Um, it was people were confused. It was really interesting to watch the local news coverage <laughs> of this, and that's actually what I want to talk about. I'm not even interested in like who won and their millions of dollars in prize money. You you can go look that up if you're a super big Fortnite fan. In fact, I'm sure you already know. Do we have a clip that we can play? Uh, no, I don't think I have a clip, but I can do a pretty good recap. So I happened to see this, not because I watched the news like an old person, <laughs> but because I was in the barbershop and the evening oh. news was on. <laughs> and I got to watch this. So this too young to be acting this way, but definitely old enough to be oblivious uh, <laughs> reporter was... Out at the Fortnite World Cup, interviewing people and like recapping what was going on, and really felt the need to explain what Fortnite was to people. I mean, it is the news. Uh, yes, it is the news, but anyone who has any young person in their life under the age of like 20 is probably very familiar with Fortnite. At least just the dances that they stole from niggas. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, anyway. They literally were like, well, Fortnite is a video game, but some people are here playing it professionally. And then they would cut <laughs> to, like, B-roll of the inside of the arena. And I remember specifically him saying, you know, people here are dressed up and they're not even playing. Can you believe that? And it's oh. just like, how have you missed the entirety of cosplay culture? I understand that not everyone m knows what the word cosplay is. I don't know. It's actually, you know, it's funny. This So this past week, um, I was at a podcast production intensive. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired from it. Um, and when I talked about this show to figure out ways to improve it, um, what? Yeah, like workshop it. How, what? What needs to be improved? Excuse me. It, nothing. Actually, the show's perfect. That's right. Thank you. Now I have some ideas. Anyway, that's that's besides the point. Someone in the intensive has a friend who's like a Overwatch cosplay something or other. Uh huh. And it was like a lot of words that like if you're not a nerd, you just wouldn't get and this person was like yeah i don't understand what they do yeah and it's it's you know we're we're a special breed nick no no <laughs> <laughs> you might not know the word cosplay and you might not know like the definition or how to use it in a sentence but if you explain oh yeah people like to dress up as their favorite character that is not an unfamiliar concept like People understand what that is, even if they don't know what it is. All right, well, we're getting into semantics here. Well, that's kind of my point, though. I thought mm. it was funny because <laughs> at, at toward the end, this guy was like, yeah, I brought my son here because, believe it or not, he looks up to these kids the way that I looked up to Michael Jordan. <laughs> 
Oh, that was an actual sentence said. Um, it was just... Wow. It's so funny the way that the outside world looks at this stuff because they mm. know what's going on. That's like why I brought up that point. They know what's going on, but they don't really understand it or have any vocabulary for it. And I just think it's so funny um, how removed some people are. I don't know. It's like a... It, I'm kind I mean, of like, like the asshole who's on the inside and is laughing at the people on the outside. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's like, that's not like my father would not, would call a pokey man for, and I think probably still would. And I'm like, Dad, it's Pokemon. What are you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah, dude, play with your Pokemans. So I don't know. I just, it's like their you know, parents. casual dismissiveness yeah. of us is equally annoying as our fervor. <laughs> for, for being little nerds. I hated that. Hmm. Well, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> I would encourage you to like look up some of the Fortnite World Cup coverage just because it has essentially become the biggest eSport event ever. Uh, I believe the total sum prize money was $30 million, uh across the whole tournament. And nice. that's just an enormous amount of money. That's like almost tennis money. Well, then in the newscast, they were like, Fortnite this week at Arthur Ashe. <laughs> yeah, Arena next right. week. So, so the, the, the tournament fitting. took place in Arthur Ashe Stadium, which is where the U.S. Open uh, takes place. And where I graduated. And where you graduated. Um, anyway, it was, very, it was very funny that they were talking about Serena Williams and then Fortnite. All right, let's move on. Gears 5 happened. Testing weekend happened. Uh, I guess some unanticipated drama? Yeah. Um, two things. First of all, yes, the the Gears 5 testing weekend did happen. Did you get in? I did not even attempt to get in. Uh, uh, last weekend, it was a disaster. The oh. servers like were completely fucked. Apparently, it ran like butter this weekend, but I didn't even bother. Um, I had too much going on with GTA and The Division. (laughs) Um, And as far as I'm concerned, Gears 5 is going to be something that I probably spent a lot of time on for a week, like get through the story, um, play some Horde mode, play some of the other new modes, but it's not something, it's almost like Halo to me now, Mm. where it's something I'm going to play, but only because I've invested so much time in the world already. If it was new, I don't know that I would pick it up. Okay, that's fair. But it's going to be free, basically, if you have Game Pass. Also, they're making Gears 4 the Games with Gold for next month. So they're, like, really, you know, getting us ready for for Gears. Getting you ready. I I don't know. Gears doesn't seem like my cup of tea. It is really good. It's just Gears is Gears, and I don't know how much they could change by and, and make it the same game, but it would need to change, I think, for me to get back into it in the way that I used to be. It used to be my main squeeze. All right, well, anyway. The drama. The that's drama. The second thing. Please, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so there was some report, I don't know if it was an article, I don't know exactly what happened. Some anti-smoking advocacy group took credit for there being no smoking in Gears 5. However, the studio came out and was like, we haven't had smoking 
since Gears 2, and it was a very uh, specific choice because one of our developers uh, has lost someone due to smoking-related cancer, and it's a very personal thing. So, like, the whole premise of the article or report or whatever it was was wrong, A, but B, it did manage to cause some outrage. (laughs) But, wait... (laughs) Wait. All right. Tell me, because there's there. This seems like there's levels to this, and I'm already. It, is it levels, or is it just dumb gamers who think that any um, influence on a world is censorship? Wait, wait, wait. So the developers were like, "We've been had this out for three games now, and now more, more, and then no, two, three, four, five. Judgment." Oh, oh, I, okay. I'm the expert here, right? Tactical. <laughs> I don't know what the... I don't play Gears. Anyway, for many games, no smoking. Uh, and because they finally said it, then people got mad? No, people got mad about the report, and then the studio clarified... Uh, um, so we just got mad for no reason. Right. Kind of like how Joe Russo was trending on Twitter because a fake quote about how he hated Tony Stark was attributed to him. And the fake quote was like, he basically said he was a white billionaire philanthropist. So I hated him and I knew that he was going to have to die. <laughs> and Joe, like the internet lost its mind. I'm sure he had a fun day on Twitter. Well, I guess they had a, they have a shared Twitter, right? You know? I don't think that they even responded to it because the response was very quick. The quote was attributed to a talk show that he's never been on. And so it was very easily disproven and, you know, people just, very quickly became more like, LOL, look at these dumb Marvel stands. This is lazy. Anywho, um, basically the same thing happened out. to Gears and it was... Uh, comical unless you are worried about how awful everyone is. Well, you know, it seems to be the uh, sentiment Yeah, these days. Speaking of awful, we could pick no. things here. I know. I was like, <laughs> which one are you going to say? Oh, God. You can pick one. Uh, mm, I feel like if I say Google Stadia, it's going to be too easy. Uh, yeah, here we are. Google Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they dropped some announcements that are not good. They bad. did. <laughs> bad announcements. Mostly uh, that you, if you want to play on your TV with your Chromecast, you have to use a Stadia controller. You cannot use any other controller like they said that they were going to support. And that's only for desktop usage only for now, I guess. Or is that like... Uh, I would say web browser. Usage. Uh, true, 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 true. You're right. So confusing, isn't it? But then again, I don't quite know how you hook up a controller a to a phone. Xbox controller to a phone. Yeah. Right? So it, it's kind of. Anyway, if you want to play it from not your PC, because that's kind of the whole draw, right? Right. You need to get a Stadia controller with the Chromecast, which you can do in their Founders Bundle or whatever the fuck. Right. Uh, I mean, that's the other hidden thing there. The only way to play on a TV is via Chromecast. So you can't, like, pull up the browser on your Xbox, for instance. Oh, well. And do it. Duh. Well, I mean, yes, duh, but also, is it duh? I don't know. I would 
I'm not. I wouldn't even think to do that. I I'm just saying. I they basically said anywhere and anywhere you can run a browser includes an old Nintendo Wii. That's a new statement. Hmm. So anyway. Just just ragging on them a little bit. But not bit. really. <laughs> you have to use a Chromecast. You thought. Secondly, the library of games that they're talking about, for some reason, people had this in their head that this was like Netflix. Netflix of games. Right. I don't I never got that impression. It always came off to me as like a monthly subscription uh, to access the platform, much like I have to pay for gold on Xbox. Yeah, but I also did think that you were going to be able to like access games or you like get one per month. games one per month are they like triple a titles i don't i don't think we know or is it like google games i don't know <laughs> i doubt it's going to be like google games yeah 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 <laughs> i'm just be, i'm being but is it going to be assassin's creed i don't i don't know i don't know mm. maybe the first one will be shadow keep just to piss people off for buying the founders bundle who knows um, but yeah, like people were expecting that this big library would be coming, and again, you thought- don't know why, but it's not. So there are some people who are very upset. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. continuing to beat the drum. Those must of be who is this for, right. and how long is it going to take for them to pull the plug? I feel like people being upset about Stadia, especially like if they're new gamers, being upset about Stadia doing that is like welcome to the club, right. you know. Get in line. They disappoint us all the time. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's do Wolfenstein because then the next one will segue into the next segment. Reviews are like, meh. <laughs> are <laughs> they like, meh? I've seen reviews are like, bad. Oh, I've mostly been hearing, yeah. I think it depends on your tolerance level. Um, my favorite reviewer, I won't even name them because even though they are still my favorite, I'm really pissed off at some of their bullshit opinions. Oh, is this the one that you sent an email to? No, this is the guy who, like, SJW is apparently a part of his, uh, vocabulary, and I was not aware. Oh. Oh. Um, anyway, he did an in-depth review of Wolfenstein Youngblood. It was 30 minutes long. There are some things that I think subjectively he could be wrong about, but the stuff that he showed objective, you know, visual (laughs) evidence of, Mm -hmm. kind of like the Fallout 76 stuff was just damning when you really just looked it in the face. (laughs) Um, You could look at it from 50 miles away and you'd be like, wow, that's a shit show. Imagine if you're playing that co-op game um, that came out earlier this year, the indie one that we played. A Way Out? A Way Out, that's right. Brilliant game. Um, Imagine if you could play that by yourself and the AI was so worthless that it made you not want to continue playing the game. Oh, you can do that with Wolfenstein? I thought the whole point was to play with someone. Well, they give you the option to play by yourself, and so most of the people having the worst time are playing by themselves. And apparently mm. that experience was just not given any polish at all. And it is not a good experience. So unless you have someone to play with, it's like an absolute do not buy. Wow. Regarding everything else, um, you know, I think you take it with a grain of salt. It does seem like the weapon system is not the best. Like it doesn't make much sense um, how they 
choose to make certain enemies weak to certain types of bullets. Apparently, the ammo economy in and of itself is just really scarce. There's just not a lot of ammo. Mm -hmm. Um, The twins have some really interesting, weird dialogue between them. It just is not a well-put-together product, and he's not the only one who has that opinion. Um, I've also heard some more lukewarm opinions, like, eh, kind of like what you were saying. So this is a wait for it to be on Game Pass. Yes. Situation. At, okay. at minimum, wait for it to be on Game Pass if you're, like, determined to play it. I mean, I wanted to check it out. Because, I mean, Wolfenstein is, like, so, like... Yeah, iconic. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. It does suck. One of the things that seems to suck the most, and actually makes a lot of sense about other games like Destiny and The Division, that the respawn timer on the enemies is so short that you can clear an area and be back in it in, like, two minutes, and then it's fully populated again, and so it gets to the point where you are skipping combat in order to get around, and that doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to be, you know, a good way to spend your time. Yeah, no. But I definitely do that in, like, Destiny and The Division. I run past people. Anyway. Finally, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Yes. Um, I, I actually have a lot of mixed. I haven't really seen... The only people that I've heard talk about it are like the DLC guys. Uh, I've heard other people talking about it at this point, and it seems to be like the same consensus, which is exactly why I kind of didn't want to buy it for $60. That's a $60 game. Didn't they get a whole fucking spread in um, Game Informer? Game Informer? <laughs> it did. $60? That's actually wild. Well, not to say that, like, you know, that game doesn't deserve to be blah, 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 full price. But essentially what I've been hearing a lot of people say is, like, it doesn't really change the formula from Ultimate Alliance 2. So, like, if you're not going to, like, do much from a game that's, like, 10 years old besides slap a new coat of paint on it, What's good? (laughs) Yeah, it seems (laughs) as though the fan service is incredibly good, and it is so good that it makes up for a lackluster everything else. Ah. Like, the DLC guys, as you mentioned, they were kind of saying, it's the most fun I've ever had playing a game that isn't good. (laughs) And, you know, do do we know if... Are they famous enough to not have to buy their games? Uh, yeah, but I don't think, like, universally. Uh, That's the problem, is that I feel like all these reviewers get to play this shit for free, and I'm always like, um... Right. I don't think I want to spend money on that. That's why we, you know, we have to wait. We're, like, normal people. I was gonna, I wanted to buy it for my birthday, and you were like, hmm, I don't know about that. (laughs) And I was like, well, fuck me, I guess. (laughs) I said, uh, it's $60. (laughs) I deserve. Um, you do deserve, uh, but $60 worth, you know, that's, that's a sale. (laughs) I think you deserve a sale. Wow. Um, I don't want to say too much bad about it because I feel like the actual stuff in it, it, no one's complaining about the mechanics or the characters or their movesets. It's just kind of everything else about it. Yeah. I mean, I I like the first Ultimate Alliance. It was a lot of fun. I played it with my brother. Shout out, Chase. Uh, 
And by the time the second one rolled around, I was kind of like, mm. Yeah, that's how I felt. I, like, want, like, what was that? What was that one on GameCube where they, like, made up a character? Paragon. Like, all the villains were, like, mm-hmm. new and different. <sighs> I don't remember. Fuck, it's gonna, oh my god. It was so weird, too. It was, like, a little, like, <sighs> but it was, like, Mortal Kombat style. Obviously not as violent. Damn, I can't remember that. I'm gonna have to look it up. Fuck. Oh well. Anyway, that's those are the Marvel games that I'm always. I just like want to fight people. Like I don't want to. Yeah. You know, I don't need. I've just never the the only Marvel game I've ever loved is, is Spider Man Two and now Spider Man Spider Man. There was an X Men game that was really good. Um, no, there wasn't. Yes, there was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but damn, I can't remember it. Exactly. Wow. Um, I think we should jump into these past two weeks in Nerdum. Yes. Past two days. So first up, I just want to say that there were a bunch of San Diego Comic-Con things that we did not talk about in our spoiler cast slash recap. Sure. Um, I don't really have the time right now <laughs> to go through everything but there were a bunch of trailers including an invader zim trailer a rocko's modern life trailer a few movie trailers i'm interested in um there was also a complete reboot of the x-men franchise in the actual comics um they announced like five or six new storylines some of them are actually intriguing very excited again about your uh Ultimate Marvel, whatever it's called, <laughs> subscription. Marvel Unlimited. Also, you do know it's on like a six month. Yeah, whatever. I know. Uh, I get it. You get it for a year, right? Yeah. But okay. So, so in six months, you get to read X Men. Hey, we have a comic shop like twenty minutes away from us. We, you should go. Yeah, the comics are expensive. I don't need to know that. <laughs> They're not. You have a job. You know, I have the first edition of the Miles storyline in Trinkrap somewhere. <laughs> I hope not in Florida. No, it's here. It's somewhere here. In this in this very apartment? It is. It's in this very room somewhere. Fuck. Why did you not tell me this? What are you going to do? Open it? Yes. What? No! It's a collector's item! It's a collector's That should have been my birthday present. You're holding out. <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> um. Anyway... Lots of stuff that um, I am excited about, but probably what I was most excited about was the Harley Quinn TV show. It just looks really fun and really good. Who's doing it? It's DC. It's on DC Universe. Oh. And we need to re-up that subscription because I have finally confirmed, I, for whatever reason, wasn't sure if it was actually on already or not. It was. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I just got confused, I guess. Actually, I still have that subscription ongoing because I've been watching uh, Doom Patrol. Oh. Were you watching Swamp Thing before it got canceled after, like, two seconds? Oh, my God. I'm I'm so mad about it. Because apparently the first season's excellent. Mm. All right. Good for a DC show. How about that? (laughs) That makes you feel better. Um, I really want to watch Young Justice Outsiders. So that was another thing. Um, But I I feel like we just need to finish Veronica Mars first. That's what that's what that uh, we have to finish Veronica Mars before. Yes, it's so many episodes. Fuck, it's, it's only 
the rest of season two. I'm not going to make you watch season three. I'll just oh, do like that a bad? recap video. It's just not even, it's not even that it's that bad. It's just that it's so unnecessary to most of the plot. Like, I'll find a good recap video for us to watch, and then we'll watch the movie, and then we'll dive into the new season. My old school live journal, Veronica Mars friends, are livid. About. Oh, yeah. I hear, like, a lot of fans of Veronica Mars are not fucking with this latest season. It's because a lot of fans of Veronica Mars are Logan Veronica shippers, and apparently Ew. some shit happens. Don't don't yuck our yum. No, I mean, like, I, I've always hated it until—and then Logan, was, I was, like, coming around, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe he's not a complete piece of absolute shit. And then we <laughs> found out that he is still a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Veronica just went, I don't even know. I hated it. I hate We're it. in the middle of season two. I actually hate can't all of her relationships. <laughs> all of them. They're all unnecessary. I just like want her to either like not be straight. You know, Tessa Thompson is there. <laughs> or just be single. Like all of the men in her life are charing, yeah, except for her father. But like every other man that she meets, trash. Yeah, that's pretty true. It uh pretty it's much just... all the men on front of the board are trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, if you haven't seen Veronica Mars, you should watch it, if only for its <laughs> class politics. They really don't be they're like poor people. They really do be just talking about poverty. I was like, oh my god, how great. old is this show? What happened? And every other episode, or pretty much every episode, is like some famous actor who wasn't famous at the time, but is famous now. It's like when you watch old episodes of Law and Order, you're like, oh my god. Several Academy Award winners are on Veronica Mars. Wild. Multiple Academy Award winners. Um, tied into this, I want to actually ask our audience, please tell us, tweet us, email us, whatever you need to do to get our attention Tell us, now that Jessica Jones and The Punisher are no longer canon in the MCU, is it really worth watching those seasons? I have one answer, which is no. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Willie, Willie Green, uh, friend, collaborator, former boss. Mentor? Mentor. That's a pretty good word, I think. Yeah, I guess that actually... Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> encapsulates all three, right? It does. Uh, he is also a Marvel stan. I owe him Planet Hulk back and The Winter Soldier. I still have both of those from him. Oh, I should read Planet Hulk again before you give it back. Or you could just, you know, steal my subscription. That's true. I could do that too. Anyway, uh, we just be getting to talking about Marvel things. Um, and he said season three of Jessica Jones, not with the shits. And I was like, oh, and we didn't even finish. We didn't We didn't even start season three of Jessica Jones and part of season two we still have to watch. And he was like, do you? He's like, I like, he was like, I liked it, but you know, it wasn't great. It wasn't like, you know. It wasn't season one, which also, <laughs> I mean, it was fine. I like season one. It was a slow burn for sure. But there are like, too many episodes in the Marvel shows. We've already talked about yeah. it. It's a slow burn, but like when it is burning, it is it's pretty white good. hot. And I'm like, yeah. wow, this is the most violent thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, so please tell us what you think about whether or not we should watch this. 
you can make a Twitter poll out of it and we put could. it on Twitter. We could do that. Yeah. I hope I remember to do that tomorrow. I slack on the social media sometimes. Do it after I'm done with the episode. It's content. You know, it's got to link it to something. And you I know what? Like, oh, I'll listen to it and then remember to do it. Oh, my. God. Yep. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, he records a show and then listens to it. Wild. Yeah. I don't understand why you don't listen to it, but whatever. Because I listen to it while I edit it. Hmm. <laughs> um, finally, we have some stuff going on on Amazon. The Boys. It, it came out today, I think. Yesterday. Someone made a great comment about this. It was just like, this would have been commentary, like, even just five years ago. And now it's, like, so saturated that no one gives a fuck. But they—you know what I mean? I am hearing that the commentary is actually really good. Hmm. Um, I've I've only heard good things so far, but it's only been a few days, and I think only some people are interested in it. So, Well, here's the thing. Uh, so The Boys is, like— an anti-superhero show, I guess, is the best way for me to describe. Or, like, well, if, like, real people were superheroes, like, superheroes would be, like, shitty and use their powers for whatever. Not responsibility. Uh, the Also, the thing is, is that I hate using anything. I hate buying anything Amazon-related because I just don't. I'm trying yes. very hard to divest from them. It's difficult. Totally understand. Completely get it. And also, the second thing is that Viola Davis is adapting uh, for Amazon Fast Color. Why couldn't Netflix do that? Netflix is literally just giving money to everybody to do what the fuck ever than canceling them after one season. Yes, I'm talking about Tuka and Birdie. I am very upset. If BoJack, that motherfucking can get what? Is it three seasons, four seasons? BoJack um, sucks. Not like the show, but him as a person. And Tuka and Birdie are best friends, and they love each other, and there's hope, and there's a majority POC cast, and Nicole Byer is like a an extra every fucking episode. I look forward to it. Here's the thing. Uh, we're not going to besmirch in any way, for any reason, Bojack Horseman on this show. Who's besmirching? I said Bojack as a character. He is an asshole. We're simply not going to besmirch Bojack Horseman. You sure that's the take you want to have? Listen, Bojack is an asshole, but he's our asshole. He can be your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't claim him. Um, Princess Bubblegum, I'll claim her any day. R.I.P. to Poor Birdie. But Fast Color. Fast Color. Fast Color. This is the black woman superhero show where she has to get back together with her mom and her daughter. It's not a show, it's a movie. So, oh, is this the one that Netflix was talking about and it never got made? Yeah. Oh. So it, Viola is like actually doing it, but as a show. Oh. Yes. I guess Viola and her husband have a production company. Yes. And they have one for, it's been a while that they've had it. Well, I'm very excited. I would know because I love Viola Davis because she invented acting. And I keep up with the innovators, she the leaders in the fields. Professional actress who... Invented acting. Helped with a few techniques. Invented it. Meryl Streep invented acting. You know what? We are going <laughs> to fight one day about Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, baby. They're I'm fr- so you know sorry. What? It's fine. We should not pit these, these women against strong each other. women against each other. Especially because one of them is so clearly in a different league. Ah! 
Look, you know what? I might be in a different league too if my first fucking role was to be, you know, basically enslaved. Hmm. Um, what? The help? That wasn't her first role. I mean, that was the one that was like, what, Viola Davis? For like, white people. Um, Like, we knew, but that was like her like, Doubt? Transition role. Doubt was her Academy Award nomination. I feel like she did not cross over to the whites until The Help. I think that's when the whites became aware of her, and that's why they cast her in The Help. Mm-mm. Yes, yes. okay, so the tastemakers, quote-unquote, <laughs> yes, the, the people... The Oscar whites <laughs> <laughs> found her in, and then, in doubt. Right, and then the regular whites. It's like, fine, I will uh, use the example of the Meryl Streep in... Uh, in the Devil Wears Prada, where she's like Cerulean, mm-hmm. you but, but, so, you piece it was of shit for you, exactly. Do you know who else got an Academy Award <laughs> nomination for Doubt? No, Meryl Streep. <laughs> no, I mean Meryl Streep is great. She deserves she absolutely got the lead actress nomination. Viola Davis got supporting. I feel like that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we got. I'm move very on. excited for the show, though. Uh, if I still have an Amazon account, then it won't be a problem. But if I don't by that point, then we're going to just have to pirate it. And I'm sorry, Viola. Should have went with Netflix. I'm sure Netflix is also into some shady shit. I mean, all these places are. We're all complicit. Uh, it's time to drop some music. <laughs> it is time to drop some music, indeed. Lord. Some complicit music. Some complicit music. It's the motherfucker hope screen. And guess what, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I have played no games. You've watched me play games. <laughs> oh my god. It's dying. I have played the games. I uh let's see, the week prior, I was You're playing a lot of games. I was playing a lot of games that we already talked about, because we talked about it on the show. Than, like, a normal person for one week. Yeah, I had, like, a re- I had to get up in the morning. I had to get to a thing, spend all day there, and then come back at night and be upset that I was at a thing all day. It was great, but, man, my sleep schedule is fantastic. Is that sarcasm? No, it actually is truth. How did I, why did I say sarcasm like that? I don't know. Sarcasm? Is that what that, sarcasm? Um, uh, as yeah. I predicted, you became, anyway, you didn't play very much, but I played two very important things. You did. You played two very important things. They include the DLC for Grand Theft Auto Online and The Division. I, you know, it's funny. I, I did watch you play Grand Theft Auto Online and... As you know, mm-hmm. as I know, I don't know if the the listening audience knows this. I only did the campaign in Grand Theft Auto. I never fucked with online. 
I um, which is weird. I feel like I'm an anomaly. Grand Theft Auto Online came out shortly after the end of the 2012 Obama campaign. Oh, so you were, you were done with work. In my uh, post-election hibernation. Oh, my God. I absolutely no-lifed it. Of the 150-something levels that I am to this day, I think I absolutely got at least 100 of them playing in that time period. Is 150 high? Is that like a high um, level one? It's, it's like moderately high. Fuck, how high can you go? I thought you'd be like, yeah, that's like top tier. Oh, no, you can go to like in the thousands. I would say that the average GTA Online player that has never stopped playing, like it's always been part of their casual rotation, is probably in the 300s. Wow. I only play when new stuff comes out, and after I no-lifed it, that was the most intense period of time that I've ever played the game. Like I had every single vehicle, every single option for destruction <laughs> in my arsenal and then very quickly I was left behind. Now people have like fucking hovering motorbikes that shoot fucking missiles at you and I I have a helicopter. <laughs> Loser. I mean, I'm exaggerating. I actually do have a lot of the new shit too. But <laughs> well, I guess maybe uh, that'll be my uh, thing. I learn how to play online before six comes out. It's very fun. You have plenty of time, and the casino DLC ha- has been excellent so far. Um, it is not like changing the game very much. Mm-hmm. It's doing two big things in the open world. So for those of you that are not familiar, GTA Online is the massive multiplayer mode of Grand Theft Auto V. So the map, which is massive and includes Los Santos and then the rural parts um, above Los Santos, which is, what what county is it called? I wouldn't know. I haven't played that Blaine game. Blaine County. Blaine. Is it Blaine? It's some, I think it's Blaine. Anyway, whatever county, it's like, you know, oh, the rednecks live here. Like, that's the stereotype of that area. For instance, the talk show in Blaine County is a parody of, like, Fox News Radio, and the talk show in the city is, like, health and wellness bullshit. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, Marianne Williamson is essentially running for president or, or governor in <laughs> in a— the the city part and Donald Trump is running for president. I mean, fuck governor. Anyway, in the you role. have up to twenty something players on this map, and it is essentially a fucking free for all. GTA Online is notorious for having a really toxic community. Like <laughs> just the other day, I got griefed. I was playing, just going along, trying to sell my goods that I stole, and uh, <laughs> someone ended up killing me. I think the final score, when I finally had enough and logged off, was like 11 to 2 or something like that. Wow, you really suck. Well, he had a fucking floating hover bike, and I couldn't shoot him down. It was awful. I, you need to get a flo- floating hover bike. I don't understand. It's a lot of money, and I don't want to spend it on that. I have the money for it. I just don't want to. So Ridiculous. the. Casino DLC is changing the game in two big ways. Number one, it literally redid the area around where the old casino was. So there was always a casino, and it was always a tease. It said opening soon on the front door. Oh, so they knew from the from the jump. They yeah, like, like we go. this has been a very long time dream of the GTA Online community is for us to finally be able to go into the casino. So... You can buy a penthouse in the casino. You can have, like, you know, a ton of big party stuff up there. It's mostly useless, but whatever. You can actually...
actually gamble, which has been banned in several countries. So there are certain countries where you cannot play inside of the casino at all. Wait, you're but you're gambling fake money, right? <sighs> it is a blurry line. So oh, because you can like buy money. Yes, in-game. microtransactions in GTA is all about the in-game currency. So you buy in-game dollars for real money, and then it's a one-to-one exchange rate in the casino. So one dollar is one chip. So if I go put $80 on a shark card, which is the microtransaction thing for GTA Online, I get like um, $8 million or something. And so I could then transfer $8 million into chips oh, and then gamble my $8 million chips. That's so not good. I don't like the app. It is 100% just real gambling. And there's four forms of it. You can bet on horse racing. You can bet on hands of blackjack. There's three cards poker and roulette and all wow. the rules are exactly the same like it's Vegas the- wow Uh, Wow. Okay. You also get to spin a wheel every day with the grand prize being a a car, like one of the new supercars in the DLC. Because that's the other thing that comes along with the game is there's new vehicles, uh, some destructive vehicles, for instance. uh, And it has essentially turned the whole eastern part of the city in the vicinity of the casino into a literal war zone. Mm. So anytime you have to fly through there or drive through there, it's a high likelihood you're going to get blown up uh, and it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. But the missions were really fun and uh, overall I think it's pretty solid. It's gotten me playing the game again, uh, which I haven't for several months. And uh, it's good to be back. Well, all right. I have no thing, I have nothing to add. (laughs) (laughs) The Division. Yes, The Division. You get to hear me talk more. Um, The first expansion for The Division uh, is called Episode 1. There's two main missions that extend the story of the main campaign, which means that I cannot tell you about them because Cedric has not finished it. Oh, that's Um, right. Suffice to say, there's some unfinished business regarding two factions in the game, and one of them uh, comes to a finite solution, and the other one uh, ends with another question mark. Uh, So those missions were incredibly well-detailed. The Division is like an urban combat game, but both of these missions take place in more rural areas. One is based on Camp David. Uh, I forget exactly exactly what it's called in the game, but it's based on the presidential retreat in Maryland where mm-hmm. they basically go and have vacations and sometimes they have important meetings there and things like that. But it's a way to be uh, isolated from everyone and still um, very well protected. And so we are just running around the grounds of Camp David, gunning people down and trying to uh, find someone. Mm. And then the second mission is based on the National Zoo. Uh, And it is basically a recreation. It was very jarring (laughs) to walk through it because they did such a good job uh, really capturing what it's like Mm. um, to be at the National Zoo. It's a a one-to-one recreation of DC. They've been very faithful to it. Um, One of the guys that I was playing with 
actually said that they are from D.C. and they were so excited because there was a restaurant that they used to love going to. They don't live there anymore. And it was technically in the map. And so when they ran to find it, they did find, like, not the restaurant, but a restaurant archetype and the same building architecture and stuff. They just did an incredible job. Um, bravo to Ubisoft and to the massive team um, because the missions were gorgeous and fighting out in the wilderness and like not being in a traditional urban environment was so fun. Um, just I, I love those missions so much. And then the third and final like big thing is what they're calling an exploration area based on the University of Maryland, which they're calling Kenley College. Um, And it's basically three missions in one, and they're time-gating them. So I haven't played the second one yet. It just came out today. Uh, So next episode, I'll recap probably the next two because the third one will be out by then as well. Um, But they're just kind of like big investigative puzzles. You're using Echoes, which is one of the game mechanics where it kind of recreates a scene from the past. Mm-hmm. So you use the Echoes to find clues to go and, for instance, defuse um, some bombs or to go and mess with a comms network, etc. It's kind of a spin on the Underground DLC from Division 1, where there was a basically procedurally generated level to fight your way through, where... Um, it would string together pre-made rooms and stuff, and it would always be random. This, I don't think, is random like that. I could be wrong. I haven't read too much up on the mechanics of it, but um, there are daily rewards, and so you can go every day and complete these missions and, and get good stuff, and there's a lot of hidden panels with hidden rooms that have really good loot in them and stuff. Just really well done um, and a great expansion to a game that already has so much in it. Um, I will be playing The Division 2 for for many more months, at least until Shadowkeep comes out. Well, all right. (sighs) I think that was another short but sweet show. Yeah, I'm hot. <laughs> There's no fan, no AC in here. It's hot. That's, that's it's too noisy to run the fan or the AC when we record. We do it for y'all, and I am suffering. It literally has to be at least 90 degrees in this room right now. Um, so we love y'all. Uh, if you love us, tell a friend about the show. Please. Please. Rate, review, subscribe. Please. Please. Uh, and we'll catch y'all in two weeks. Please. Indeed. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>